Welcome to Bulk Down, episode 78, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. That just set another one-day record. Yeah! I am Scott Prime, and with me, as always... Steve, a.k.a. Kilowoggy. Kilowoggy in the house! How's it going? It's going good. Been busy since Oklahoma Bowl weekend. Very busy, very Blood Bowled out. Um, yeah, Blood Bowled out, um... Kind of death pathed out. <laughs> yeah, you've been rocking, working on the art. Yeah, finished up um, all the creative characters for Death Path, um, penciling and inking them. Right. right. Coloring is still yet to be done, but it's making progress as the Kickstarter is still scheduled to come out. <laughs> I mean, it's going to come out. It's it's a little bit delayed as. Um, for whatever reasons, I don't really know. Well, pricing going up doesn't help. No, it doesn't. But that's not up to me. So, no. You know. You're just the art guy. Everything I'm just doing is... what I need to do and uh, moving along. Um, life's pretty good. I have about three more weeks of vacation and then uh, life gets interesting again. Have you started studying at all? Uh, yes, I have. Okay. And um, But it's still a lot to study. I got a new job, folks. If you didn't know, I didn't have a job. Yeah. So, now you know. And we'll see how long you keep it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I have full faith that you'll try. That's, it's just a hard job. Steve has no we faith think, in me. We think. I don't know. The bad thing is, is our imagination. There's a lot yes. of stuff to memorize. And I'm scared to death of it myself. Like, the job is either going to be easy. Because it's, it's like, role, what, role-playing for aircraft Air traffic control, sort of? Yeah. I, my position's called a remote pilot operator. And um, the way it was explained to me, you're a teacher assistant. And there's other things to the job. But the main focal point is you're kind of role-playing like the pilot to the air traffic controllers that are um, learning how to be air traffic controllers. So you oh. have to know all the code and stuff. So I have okay, to I had that say... I had that reversed. I thought you were role-playing air traffic control for people who were learning how to pilot. Well, I might have that wrong. We don't know, honestly. We really <laughs> don't know. It's, I think it's the people that are trying to be air traffic controllers. Okay. Um, and they claim that a lot of times, if they're looking for people to be air traffic controllers, they pluck them a lot of times from these classes because yeah. you already know a lot of the lingo. And I check, it's the same company that I work for, different contract, mm-hmm. but I've been here at my place like almost nine years, and I look at the website for new jobs almost daily, because that's how much I love my job, and that opening has been there forever. So it's like a ton of turnover. That's what I assume, too. Yeah. Um, so, I mean... Either way, we're going to find out in uh, three weeks. Exactly. (laughs) I'm sure it's not going to be easy, but I have no reference on what to expect. They gave me a study guide. (laughs) Not at all. And they said, do your best to try to memorize this. And Good luck, buddy. There's a lot there. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot. But I keep telling myself, if I can remember board game rules and stuff like that, maybe I can remember this too. You can. It's just a matter of actually doing it. I wish I could go sit in. For like four hours. Oh, yeah. 
and then go back and study Which for I'm the sure next you... three weeks. That's what oh, I yeah. wish I could that do. That makes sense. They might let you, if you ask. I've mentioned like how nervous I am, and the guy who hired me was like, I don't think you're going to have a problem with okay. all this stuff. So he's confident, but he but has to say that. It. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Anyways, life is going to be different, different schedule and stuff yeah. like that. So don't know how this will affect traveling to Blood Bowl tournaments, but we'll just have to see. Hopefully not much. Yeah, we'll but. see. I mean, got to do what life takes us home. It, it could be a really, really awesome job. Yeah, it could be it easily. Could, it could be. so. And if you like it and you stay there, I'm going to be applying in about six months. <laughs> Well, yeah, you'll you'll know in about two weeks whether I'll, I'll be like, dude, you don't want to touch this, or dude, you would love it. So, um, played a little Blood Bowl though. Back on the subject of Blood Bowl, yeah, uh, had a league game last week, which I overcame. Well, I shouldn't say overcame. I was up two nothing. <laughs> I overcame a two nothing. I was up two lead. nothing. I won two to one, but. Again, man, Blood Bowl just sometimes it doesn't feel like you deserve to win when you. It's just you. I, it is just me. I mean, I mean, I did what, in that situation, I jumped into a cage. Not even jump. I dodged into a cage. Hit the ball carry. Knocked the ball loose. And I thought, eh, I guess I should just be L's and just dodge into some more tackle zones and pick up the ball. And I did all that and yeah. dodged away. And it's one of those turns where... You get a bunch of fives and sixes like in a row. <laughs> so it, you pulled off some major elf BS. I sure did, and uh, it worked out for me. So I was happy to win, win a league game. I just now have enough games to qualify for the playoffs because we haven't got a lot of games in. We really haven't. And yet, I feel like I've been up to the shop all the time. But well, you, I think I have been working nights. a lot of the shop. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. And of we the, had the tournament. And the tournament. Setting up for the tournament. Oh yeah, man. I have slept so much better since Oklahoma Bowl. The week leading up to it, yeah. the two weeks. And, I mean, I know you prepared a ton of bags and stuff, but I just oh. totally was worried about, like, all the roster checking. Like, did I see everything right? Yeah. Did I miss something? I was just worried crazy. about setup, but I also knew there was nothing I could do about that until the day of. Right. And we ended up having plenty. Of, well, I guess we can get into that. Yeah, we can talk about that in the segment. So uh, so you're probably asking yourself, where have you guys been and what are we going to talk about today? Just been busy with Oklahoma Bowl. We're going to cover Oklahoma Bowl. People don't realize how much effort we actually put into this tournament. For the, last, for the month leading up to Oklahoma Bowl, I'm thinking of it during the day. I'm coming home, doing stuff for <laughs> it at night. And weekends, like, I'm either goofing off one day and working towards the next or however. Right. Especially this year when a lot of the stuff ended up coming at the last moment, mm-hmm. which I'm not a fan of. Right. <laughs> we're going to so, be fixing that for next year. So we're going to do that in segment one. Sure. We'll get yeah. right to it. And then in segment two and three might be might be shorter, but we, we're Probably. pretty good at BS. And so uh, not BS. And we just kind we'll of explain why tangents. we had to kind of push things off until now as um, well in Oklahoma segment. We're going to talk about... A question that the fan... We have a, a fan question that sounded interesting, so Alberto. Yeah, so we're going to talk about that, and then we're going to talk about some Kickstarters and in the last segment. If you're listening to us because of a code you're supposed to be listening to for, for a Kickstarter, I'm not get into. I'm not going to even tell you until like It'll middle of that probably segment. Probably in that segment, yeah. Yeah, you can't even skip to the end. I'll just uh-huh. randomly say it. Yep. You'll be like, but Juju. It's not that. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, let us take a quick break and we'll get back with what you've been waiting to hear the results for Oklahoma Bowl weekend. Both Down is brought to you by Wizards Asylum in Norman, Oklahoma. Check out their new location at 3717 West Main or online at wizardsnorman.com. We're back, and we're going to be talking about the wrap-up of Oklahoma and Spiky Cup. Yay! Oklahoma Bowl Weekend 7. Or Oklahoma Weekend, however you want to pronounce that. I'm not, not entirely sure yet. One of the two. What, what sounds better? Unfortunately, Oklahoma Bowl Weekend sounds better. Why? Because Super Bowl Weekend. Oh. Okay. I, yeah, I, I mean, it really that. comes down to that. But I mean, nobody like, talks about Pro Bowl. But they talk about WrestleMania weekend, and there's an NXT event and a Hall of Fame event and right. WrestleMania. That's so true. So we could just call it Oklahoma weekend. I mean, yeah. it's whatever. Oklahoma weekend, day one. Well, I guess we should start Friday night. Sure. Fr- Friday night we got together with... Um, <laughs> Friday night was supposed to be... I had to work until 6, trying to get my overtime in. Mm-hmm. And then... I was like, we'll just meet at Slim Chickens right by the house. It's never busy. It's nice and empty. It'll be a nice, you know, quiet atmosphere. It'll be easy. Get in The and place out. was packed. Mm-hmm. It's the busiest I've ever seen that place. <laughs> yeah, it, it really was. I mean, it holds probably 100 people. It normally has five. <laughs> and this time it had, like, just children everywhere. I wonder if I missed a little bit of that. Because me and Jennifer were a little bit late because we were trying to do the Kickstarter for right. uh, Super Show. And we got in at number two. Nice. And got Jennifer a character for her beloved game. Anyways. What name did you go for? Um, I think we're going with the Mistress of Mayhem because that abbreviates to Mom. Oh, yeah. And the name J.K. Brawling since nice. her initials are Jennifer K. Mm-hmm. And she's a fan of Harry Potter books. Right. So, you know... We, I don't know. I don't know if I'm kind of forcing her, pushing her in no, this I direction. Like she kind of wanted just to be the mistress of mayhem, which abbreviates to mom. But right. I was like, you need a name. And it's so, like uh, it's like Oscar. Yeah, the yeah. Empress of Tomorrow, Oscar. Yeah, yeah, I got it. And I could see like you know, J K Brolin, the mistress and of she had, you mayhem. Know, Jennifer's got her tats, and then yeah. she can have her like wrist, her t- taped up arms and stuff. Yeah, I know it's not. It's not Blood Bowl. Super Anyways, show, if you want to. <laughs> we, we did Super Show. We had to get in on that Kickstarter because it started at 7, which was a weird Kickstarter. Yeah, it is. But um, anyways, after that, we went up there and met you guys. And you guys were, how many people? 15? Um, somewhere around there. 15 to 20? Brian T was with us. Michael Lewis was with us. Uh, the Austin crew came up. That was Darren and Tim and Dean and Kent. And um, Charles from Missouri was Charles there. Charles from, yeah, Kansas City. He and came. He came down by himself, which was really awesome. It was awesome of him. And he didn't stay in his hotel or go to Sugars. He decided I'm going <laughs> to go out and meet some new people. So that was really neat. Yeah. Brad Wells showed up. Brian Hill showed up. Yeah. Um, good little crowd. <clears throat> I oh, really Dustin d- and John and right. Um, everyone else. Um, yeah. Sure, I'm missing someone. Yeah, there's there's a few people we're probably missing, but anyways, they were. We all had fun there. Yeah. Uh, sat around and talked probably longer than we always think we're going to oh, sit absolutely. around and talk. 
and we could have talked longer, but we didn't. Finally, we wrapped it up and came. This home. is one of the times that having it at the game shop sucks, because if we were at a hotel or something, we could have everything set up that night probably, and not have to worry about it the next morning. Sure. But where we're at the game store, and the game store has magic on Friday nights, we got to get in real early on Saturday. Well, that's true. We also are very blessed that we don't have to pay the store dime. Oh, I'm not in complaining our at all. At so, all. Um, all that money goes right out into prizes. Yeah. So that's the great thing about Oklahoma Weekend is that we, so far the guy has not asked us for a dime. Yeah. And looks like the Blood Bowlers really supported the store this year. So yeah. I'm really happy about that. Not that they haven't in the past, but he could tell. It's always what nice. I'm saying. So. Um, so we wrapped it up, came home. Golly, it seemed like everybody still talked here in the house. I mean, we went to bed. Yeah. I think 11-ish. Something like that. And um, But we got up at like 5.30. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And, um, yeah, I didn't sleep very well because Oklahoma Bowl weekend, man. I just don't sleep. I don't sleep the week before. I, I'm worried about, like, the announcements. I hope I say everything correctly. I hope I, you know talk to everybody enough where they're like happy yeah. you know oh yeah I, I get it and that's not like meaning i'm something special <laughs> no it's just but <clears throat> when we're running an event we want to make sure that we try to interact with everybody because they're taking out they're taking time and effort to come to our event and hang out and play right and i mean the event has turned into oh well actually the tournament has turned turned into an event. I heard from someone just today talking about how they're I think they're in England. I forget who it was. I was talking to a few people, and they were talking about possibly coming over to the states with a group of people, and they don't know if they want to go to Chaos Cup or Oklahoma Bowl because well, it's now at that point. Well, that let me tell you something, Steve. And this is no knock on Chaos Cup weekend. This event last year and this year, it's hard for me to say it. It really is starting to feel like a Chaos Cup weekend. Not maybe for us, because we are right down the street (laughs) from the store. Right. It's an entirely different thing for us. And and we get the thrill of traveling to Mm -hmm. Chicago and eating barbecue on the way up there or whatever and getting things around there. And then... The one thing Chaos Cup has maybe over us is it's all contained in the same hotel. Yeah, If you never left the hotel, you'd be okay because Mm -hmm. um, Saul and his group are playing board games down below, and you can play board games with them, you know, Vanderbilt and all those guys. Or you can go out to eat, you know, with a crew or whatever. Mm -hmm. But that is the only thing that we don't have. Yeah. Because it... It is an event, and I didn't really even want to come on here and act like I'm bragging or anything, because I'm not. I overheard people say this. I heard people tell us, or at least told me, this is just as good as Gen Con, if not better, because I don't have to put up with the Gen Con people. Yeah. Like the crowds and the hotel, hard hotels mm-hmm. to find and everything else. And they said it's cheaper. It's cheaper going Gen Con. Oh, absolutely. And it's a great tournament. And it amazes me. Like this was the first year that I look at tables and I'm like, I don't really know who half these people are. (laughs) And that's awesome. 
No, it's I mean, it's really good, and it's it feels overwhelming and yet awesome at the same time. I I would say that this year and last year to me have felt the easiest to run because we've been putting so much effort into it beforehand. Well, that, and, and in case we haven't talked about it yet, we had sixty people, folks. We right. broke a another one day U.S. record. For a, a tournament. Yeah, 60 people. That's huge. Um, the minutes for the NAF just came out, and uh-huh. they said that South America can get a major if they get 40 people to a tournament. Well, that's cool. So I'm thinking that we need to, because they were kind of talking about how to possibly change the majors for Canada and Australia. So you, are you considering making it Bowl? And- I was going to say maybe... Maybe if, applying just to see? No, I was just going to say maybe if a tournament has more than 50 people, it could be a major. And then we're a major. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know how I feel about that. No, because Europe would be like, okay, we've got like 43 majors. Shut up, America. Yeah, shut your face. <laughs> I, I don't know if I I'm I just thought ready. it was interesting. I no. would like to be talked as a major like tournament to go to. Yeah. I don't know if we need double bonus points or no. whatever ranking points. I'm not even worried about that. Let me tell you what, looking at the event and talking to people, what sets us up different than mm-hmm. Chaos Cup, and I love Chaos Cup, but the difference we have in Chaos Cup is Sunday morning, everybody gets up and they're happy for their first game. Yes. Because at Chaos Cup, there's about, <laughs> um, let's be honest, there's it's... about 33% of the people that get up and go like, oh, I, I can maybe make the top 20, or yeah. I can make the top 10, or I can be top table. And the rest of us are like either drinking or having pancakes. Right. We're like, let's hurry up and get this game over with so I can go eat lunch, and then let's get the next game over with so I can hit the road. We'll just hang out. Yeah. Or hang out. Right. Yes. Or I'll drop. I mean, I've heard it before. I'll drop a view drop. That way it's fair, <laughs> and we can just hang out. <laughs> so that is one thing that we've established with Oklahoma weekend. Now, I don't mm-hmm. know if we're the first guys that run two tournaments in two days, and I, it doesn't really matter to me. If we're not, we're one of the, the biggest. We're one of the ones that... But well, this is also so different. Right. They're very different style tournaments. Um, some people like that. Some people don't. Um, but... I don't know anybody who doesn't. I'm just I, being nice. <laughs> I don't know if I I care for Spiky much, but that's just me. That I, is just you. I, I'm, I'm a I'm not I'm a less goofy rules type person. Right. I'll play it. In, I got you. I, you know what I mean. I've always said that though. I know. I mean, even though I've got like third at Spiky Cup one year. I mean, still. Yeah. Um, it really is an event, and we should be proud of that. And what's amazing is there's we got feedback, and we've learned some things. I think. Well, I'm not even going to go in on it because we can save that for another segment. But there's things we got back, and I think we can improve still. We can always improve. After seven Oklahoma weekends. It, there's a list of things that I write down every year at the tournament that I'm on my phone like, okay, fix this next year, fix this next year, mm-hmm. fix that. So Introduce the Goblin Night Fight for the second tiebreaker. <laughs> you want to go straight, straight for that. <laughs> Just go straight for the balls. <laughs> Anyways, uh, 60 people strong. It was a great weekend. 
the only bad thing is, is you know you're not going to have a undefe- you're going to have several undefeated people probably. And yeah, but everybody knows it going into it, so you know that like bonus points matter and everything else. So, so you want to just get to the results on Oklahoma then? Sure. I mean, I'll be more do than we happy. have anything especially poignant to talk about. We did take photos of everything. We got professional photographer Robert, who's been on the podcast before, talking about the second edition days with you. Mm-hmm. Robert Henry, you can check him out on Facebook. Uh, he, you can go to badcandy.com. I'm going to plug his little comic that he does. Yeah. If uh, you're interested in that, you can contact him through that. It's a horror comic and stuff. So, so we have a ton of photos, and we took a photo of every team for Oklahoma Bowl and tried for a Spiky Cup, and. That's something we'll need to try to figure out a better way of doing next year, maybe. Yeah, with with 80 people, or 80 people, 60 people, it is difficult to try to get everybody on the same page to vote. It really is. You know, this and that, but we managed. But we have all the photos up on Facebook. Uh, Either you can find a, a post on both down or just on the Oklahoma Spiky Cup page. All right, so um, you and me just go to the the awards? Sure. Is that what we want to yeah, do? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. All right. So uh, we're going to go to, um, we're going to start with the Excellent Cheese Award, uh, Dustin Parsons. If you don't know, this is an award that we give away just for the hell of it. I mean, it could be because, you know, you brought us candy or. Dude, that was almost why I gave away. That's almost <laughs> the decider for Spiky Cup. Are you serious? Joe Smith brought up gummy bears. Oh, and he God. gave me some. And Steve loves like, gummy bears. The first, for the first round, he gave me some. But he didn't give me all of them. And he didn't <laughs> replenish them. You know so, what's going to happen next time. Gone. What's funny is, is, yeah, this award is just a random award that we give away for whatever reason. And you know what? I love it. It was But goofy. people, are, some people try to figure it out. And <laughs> you're going to get a lot of gummy bears next year. That's fine. And it's not going to matter. No. So, uh, so uh, Dustin Parsons got that. He is Dustin for, I mean, let's just, I think we should just say he's part of the team of Oklahoma oh, pretty Bowl much weekend. At this point, yeah. Because he is. I mean, he keeps painting the teams we give away. Yeah. And, and they people look are happy to get them. I'm upset when I have to give them away. Yeah. I sent him crappy teams or, you know, unpainted teams. <laughs> crappy like, teams. Now you find out the secrets. Steve well, no, there was a, junk. The human team for this year that gave away was partially painted when I got the, the lot off eBay. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was partially painted. I so, love those colors on those humans. But that's not the colors they were. Oh. So I told him, if you want to match them or you want to do your own thing, just go for it. And he ended up doing a winter green. looked amazing. Oh, so good. But... Um, when I give them away to him, I can do that. And then I get them back, and they're all painted. And I'm like, I don't want to give these away. They look too nice. Yeah. Every time he paints something, I go, well, maybe I need a new whatever team. <laughs> exactly. And then I'm like, no, I have, I have two of those. I don't need another one. But, yeah, he paints all that for us. And also this year he donated a ogre, ogre team. team called the Lava Drinkers. Mm-hmm. And we did a raffle for those. And that ended up netting, what was it, four hundred and fifteen dollars? I think it was four hundred and fifty. Yeah. No, it was four fifteen. Four fifteen. Well, yes. I think he donated some money. I think he made it an even four fifty. Okay. When he gave it to the charity. 
Yeah, that was sweet. really cool that people bought tickets. That was the first time we tried to do like a charity raffle. Yeah, and we'll be continuing doing that for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think it's for his the money local, speaks it. So. Yeah, this is for his local safe place, which is for battered women and children. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. So probably do something like that next year at Oklahoma Bowl too, yeah. if, if Dustin wants to do that. I mean, I think he really enjoyed it. So, so since he did all that and donated that, <laughs> we went ahead and gave him the excellence in cheese this year. Yep. So, Dustin, welcome aboard to the Oracle Home of a Weekend uh, crew. He he probably doesn't know that officially. We've okay. always just kind of like patted him on the back, and he's been a silent partner. But I think he's <laughs> really sh- – no, I'm being serious. I mean, well, Chaos I, Cup has their crew. I think yeah. we should recognize everybody that kind of helps out. You well, know? Rich Heffron as well. <laughs> no, I, that, I was going to say that yeah. too because the last two years, Rich is – He's like, Rich, I'm up at five. You want some help? Yeah, Rich, sure. Rich wakes up. The roosters to crow, and then you know, he's so he's up and he wants to just help. I yeah. don't know what he does so early in the morning, but just the way he's wired, I guess so. Comes in handy. <laughs> All right, uh, back of the pack was Donna Holloway, she finished dead last, and then we had um, well, not really dead last, there was a few people that of the left. people who finished the four right, games. yeah, yeah. Yeah, all our awards, you have to play all four rounds. It doesn't matter if you get 44 casualties in two games and you leave. You're not going to get the casualty award. Right. So, uh, Dustin Parsons ended up taking um, Stunty Cup with an ogre team that he just built for fun. <laughs> yep. He was going for casualties, I think, and he had no re-rolls. And he ended up like winning a game and tying a game. So <clears throat> all takes sometimes. Yeah, so he was pretty happy about that. Uh, David DeSherry, a, a new player, was voted best sportsman by his peers. Um, Mike Patterson's Feeding Frenzy team was voted fan favorite for the best painted or best team. That was an award. awesome team. Yeah, it was, it was all these sharks. It looked yeah. Like, could have been called something goofy like Sharknado. Feeding <clears throat> Frenzy isn't goofy? It's pretty goofy, actually. Okay, I was yeah. say. It's not bowed down approved, if that's what you're asking. No, I wasn't. I knew. <laughs> Feeding Frenzy is kind of goofy, too. But see, he could have like, you know, made it up as some type of like aquatic city. Yeah. And the mascot could have been the frenzy. You know, we all know how fr- this works. It's fine. I know. Just move on. But it was really cool painting team. Yes. And it just had a lot of character to it. Mm-hmm. That's what I liked. And the colors really popped. Which the colors popped great. To me, and is, the tokens. Uh, is huge. Yeah, the tokens too. Uh, most brutal went to Drew Bucciconi, who you know, I played Drew and. He took seven casualties off me, so I'd like to say that I am part of this award myself for uh, giving yeah. him seven casualties. That's very generous of you. God, round three, Drew whooped the crap out of me. <laughs> and I mean just the crap out of me. Nothing I could do. We yeah. played the same dice. Didn't matter. Uh, Rich Bonifani uh, had best defense. I believe he allowed zero touchdowns all day. It's pretty amazing. Um, Sean O'Donohue. That was best offense. I don't know how many he had. I don't know. I didn't write it down. That's more my fault. More than two. But he had more than anybody else. Uh, William Toops got the Delzine Cup, which is our third place, but it doesn't say third place, so it sounds like you won your own little tournament. Exactly. <laughs> um, second place, and this one's a huge deal. Uh, we had two players that were undefeated, so we went to points. And points were tied. So then we went to our first tiebreaker, head-to-head. They didn't play each other, obviously. Right. 
Now, to let you know, our points, you get bonus points for having more touchdowns by right. two. Or keeping or it three, close. Or keeping it close. Or um, having more casualties, finishing on time, pitch clearing, all of these things. Right. And, and they still tied. They tied. So then, um, I don't remember the order of these, but the first tiebreaker, or the it was head-to-head, nothing. Right. Uh, second tiebreaker, they were tied. Yeah. Third tiebreaker, which was like... So I think uh, it was combined touchdowns and casualties. I believe so. I think or we, differential or something like that. I, I didn't yeah. write I didn't write it down, but we had it. I, I, re, I had to pull out the damn rules. Right. I told Jennifer, I was like, I was freaking out when I was doing this. I was like, I don't know what we're going to do. Started going through the tiebreakers. We went to the fourth tiebreaker. The fourth tiebreaker on this. So second place, because of the fourth tiebreaker, is Denny Frank. And he came all the way from North Carolina. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Him and uh, his buddy Lucas. Um, from what I understand, somebody was saying, like, he hasn't had many tabletop tournaments. I don't know. I, I heard one person say that this is his first tabletop tournament. I heard somebody else say that he has had a few. But he came in second out of 60 people. And it came to the fourth tiebreaker. That's pretty impressive. It's really damn good. Now, he's played a lot online. Yeah. But and, still. Yeah, that's still pretty awesome. And then our champion for Oklahoma Bowl 7 is Nabosha Trivanovich. Trivanovic. Trivanovic. Uh, is that right? Trivanovic? I think so. Okay. Uh, or Neb, as he's known. Online. Uh, online. No, from uh, Vegas. From Vegas. Or High Elf Mage. And um, so, and he played his 24th team it was that on weekend Sunday. on Sunday. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. He he finished his twenty four in Oklahoma I, weekend. And he, so he, he destroyed the competition. You know, Mark was building him up like, Oh, he's the greatest, he's a great coach, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, 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 whatever. And then he comes in and he destroys Brian too, and he defeats Tim. He defeated Drew and um, Jimbo Carroll. All of them. Good coaches. Yeah. So it's pretty awesome though. So I know. William Toops, was he undefeated, our third-place guy? Uh, I think he had a tie. I think he had a tie. Not so, positive. That means we had a lot of ties, which is good. Yeah. I mean, I guess good. We will the, have the, to look at tiebreakers and make sure we can go out to six places and <laughs> maybe institute more bonus points or something. I don't know how we do that. I mean, so far it's worked out. Yeah, and the problem is we're never going to go to five matches because five matches in one day is just too much. It's definitely too much, and honestly, people were talking about this. Do you th- a few people were asking me, like, you think it'll ever turn into a two-day event? I don't see that happening. No, it's not as much fun. It, it really isn't. I mean... Unless... unless the we, only way we do that is if we move Spikey to Friday. Then it's three days of Blood Bowl. Mm, that'd be painful still. For some. For some, yeah. Others would like it's it. It's one of those things. I mean, you come in for Oklahoma Saturday and Sunday. Or if you want to punish yourself and do the whole weekend, you can do Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Well, I think we worry it about that if we consistently get, keep getting bigger and bigger. Yes. I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe we do. So um, so for the most part, Oklahoma was successful. We didn't have too many issues. Had someone decide not to fill out the paperwork correctly again. Right. I mean. Should be easy for someone but maybe because they're on a podcast. Tim. Tim. But, Tim Har. 
Yeah. Um, but um, anyways, besides that. Besides that, uh, we, get, besides we get about. Besides the hiccup of what was it, middle of round four or was it in the middle of round three where he's like, I shouldn't be playing down, blah, blah, blah. Wow. Fill out your sheets, folks. That's um, all I'm saying. So the beginning of the day, we're poking things up and Rich is on my com- my laptop trying to get it connected <laughs> to the printer. Oh, God. Yes. And he's like, uh, is your laptop crooked for some reason? I'm like, why would it be crooked? And then we look and it's bulging. I'm like, that's not good. Yeah, Steve had a battery swelling up on us. And I was like, okay, well, it should be fine. I don't think it'll be an issue. Then as the day went on, <laughs> either I began to notice it more easily or it got bigger and bigger. Yes. And I'm pretty sure it just started getting bigger and bigger. It was uh it was definitely swelling like crazy. We were we were so, very, very worried. So for round after round three, we just I decided I'm just gonna shut it down. I'm gonna let it rest a little while, then I'll bring it back up. Before I did that, score the program that we use to track stuff is a little finicky sometimes. So I make sure to save that thing all the time. So I figured if I'm gonna shut it down, I better save it. Save it again. You know what? I'll just I'll save it again. You know what? I'll save it to the thumb drive just in case. And then I'll save it again. So like five times I save the stupid thing. I shut the computer down, walk away, start talking, you know, interacting with people, come back. I'm like, okay, it it's had a rest. I pull it back up, everything's gone. <laughs> I pull up the save file and it's back to before round one. And I'm freaking out. I'm like, damn it, damn it, damn it. It didn't save anything. I'm trying to figure it out and luckily i was looking in the wrong file <laughs> right because i renamed the one that we've been saving on. <laughs> yes um but if that would have happened we had all our score sheets in a proper really good organized order it really wouldn't have taken a whole lot of time it's stupid but i was very proud of myself this year that i put them in numerical order by table and marked through them and put them together by rounds mm-hmm so, no, yes, that, that if would we have had ver- to do it, it would have not have sure. taken too long. I mean, maybe 20 minutes, but that's not bad if you lost right. all the data. So, so I, I was glad about that. But, yes, not having to do it all, I was much happier with. So, um, I don't really even remember what we did during the day. Did you leave for lunch? No, you did. No, I didn't. They you br- didn't? No. Okay. They brought me back a hamburger from Johnny's. Oh, I was helping Rob with... So you, you didn't leave for lunch either. Mm-hmm. Somebody brought you back food then, I guess. Yeah, I got... Um, Did you get canes or something? No, I loaned Tim my car. <clears throat> Even though Tim can't fill out a score sheet, I let, let him drive. That's pretty smart of you. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> I got free Chick-fil-A out of it. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Thank you, Tim. Um, yeah, so we didn't go anywhere for lunch because somebody has to stay there all day, you know? But that was fine. Yeah. Um For dinner, we said... Everybody go out to eat, go do what you want to do, and if you want to come back to the store, we'll play some games. I think pretty and I much think, everybody was tired. And everybody, I think, was like, we just want to go eat. And there was a few people that was said, we'll come back and play games. And then, you know, we showed up at the store just in case somebody who, who didn't have a way to communicate with us. Yeah. And we were like, we're really kind of tired. And I think everybody was like, you know, we, we can go to sleep too. So we just wrapped it up. We went to Hideaway. Mm-hmm. We saw... Um, yeah, I don't know. There was like 10 of us there. And then was it Kenny Hill and somebody else from Dallas showed up on the 
table behind us. I think so. Um, so from the Reekland podcast, Reekland Sports Network, or whatever. Is that still going on? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, besides us and three that I block, who's kind <laughs> of go, keeps going. You want to keep calling it three die brawl, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much just us and anything but a one. But those guys just do podcasts anytime like they're pooping or something. Yeah. They're like, oh, hey, mate, I took a poop today. <laughs> Let's they, laugh they around. Did a, they did a podcast without 12 men the other day. What? I know. Trumpkin. Call him what? by his real name. <laughs> no. He's always Trumpkin. No. Dude. He's not that. I mean. If I ever get to England and play no a No one deserves that. <laughs> well, he shouldn't have took that name to begin with then. You can't go back. You can you can't go back. <laughs> I can't wait to get to England, and I'm just going to hang out with him all the time, or hope maybe play him and just go. <laughs> Trumpkin, great move, Trumpkin. Uh, Want to borrow my dice, Trumpkin? I'm gonna get him. You could always buy some tchotchke with the presidential seal <laughs> and send it to him. No, I'm not because no. you know that's legal. <laughs> Anyways, so a long but exhausting day, but. And I was very happy. Really my, rewarding. Yeah, I was happy my computer didn't blow up on me. And really, we got, you know, we got out on, we're about 30 minutes behind from the, the published schedule. Yeah, that's not bad. So a trick to you tournament people, you schedule everything earlier. And if you run on time, great. And if you don't, you're really not that far behind. That's so funny. you're not going to be, you know, waiting for stats at 10 o'clock at night. Well, that's why we start at 830 and not nine like we used to. Right. So it really now, does help. when we get out half an hour late, it's on time with how we used to. Right. So, let's go to day two of Oklahoma Weekend. Take it away, Steve. So, day two, we got Spiky Cup. And how many people we have? How many people did we have? 40. So, we had 44 people. Which is a new Spiky Cup record. Yeah. That's pretty good for a three-round tournament. I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean... I'd really like to go back and look at numbers because that is probably our fourth highest tournament period that we've ran. Oh, probably. I mean, Oklahoma Bowl weekend's really grown the last three or four years. Yeah. But still, it's amazing when a 44-person tournament feels small. Right. Because it's like, oh, this is easy. It really was. That's exactly how it felt. <laughs> it's like, this is, oh, this is just all friends getting together and playing a game. Oh, yeah, there's still 44 people. I was sad we didn't have odd numbers, so I couldn't play. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. 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 You don't care. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I do, and sometimes I don't. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I just don't like sitting there. And then when I walk around and talk to people, I feel like I'm bothering them. So I just rather play Blood Bowl. Yeah. And then when I play Blood Bowl, I get mad, and then I feel like I'm bothering them. <laughs> it's a never-ending cycle. Yeah, that's why I just don't care. I, <laughs> I talk to people, and I use my best judgment. Oh, you just bug people. Yeah. Okay. But people like me, though, from what I hear. Uh, they say that to your face. Um, see, anything major go on here? We learned not to go to uh, Torchy's Tacos for lunch. <laughs> Because that takes forever. Yeah. If I'm going to make fun of Tim Har for not filling out a sheet, I should probably make fun of maybe a tournament organizer who showed up late with a group of people to his own tournament after lunch. So I wasn't going to leave to lunch. He said, no, go ahead. They're going to Torchy's Tacos. You'll, you know, whatever. So I'm like, okay, I leave. I go with them. 
And there's two, three groups of people that went there. Mm-hmm. The place was packed. There was a giant line. Yeah. So I'm in line and talking. And I was like, well, I don't really like this place. <laughs> and there's a brand new burger bar right next door. Right. Um, was it Big Bad Daddy's? Bad Daddy's Burger so Bar. So I was like, I'm just going to go over there. So I go over there, go to Bad Daddy's Burger Bar, and I go to the bar, order a burger at the burger bar, which is what you do. Mm-hmm. And I say to go because I just figure I'll grab it and then they'll yeah. have theirs to go and we'll just go back to the store. And I order it. And as I'm sitting there, I see the guy's t shirt and he's got a logo that looks like an ACDC logo, mm-hmm. but it's Bad Daddy's Burger Bar. So BDBB. Both down Blood Bowl. Exactly. Right. So I had to get a t shirt from him. Right. So you've got two, so we could wear those to tournaments. No, I got oh, one. Oh, I see. You wouldn't care. <laughs> no, you why would don't. I care? Why would I care? Do you care? Because we went the next day and you could have got one. Why you didn't I? mention it. You didn't mention that that's where you got your shirt from. Sure did. Um, <laughs> Whatever. So I order the burger. I get it. I head back over and they're still waiting on their food. <laughs> so I'm like, well, screw it. I'll be next door. So I go back to the burger place, sit back down at the bar, eat my burger, finish it, go back, and they are still waiting for the food. Wow. So they finally get it. So you eat really quick because you're a hog. Well, I eat quick because I thought we were running out of time. (laughs) I'm just teasing you. But man, that was a pain in the butt. And yes, we got back late. Should we say who won the big prizes for Saturday night where we did all the big drawings? Do we remember? We didn't write that down this year, did I we? I didn't write it down. I took photos and I tagged every, I tagged all the sponsors on the Facebook. I know Nick won the human team. Yes. And I think Lucas got the orcs. Did he? Maybe. Can't remember. Somebody got the orcs who already has an orc team, so they were hoping to switch out with the humans. Good luck with but that. But that didn't happen. <laughs> so I, I could be wrong on that, but... I think Anthony Emil got the Ogres. Right. Yeah, he made out with the team over the weekend, so he was pretty happy about that. We learned from day one to day two how better to do the giveaways. Yeah. So We got saved a lot of time with that. So next year we'll, we'll work on that, folks. Yeah. We had a lot of stuff to give away. We had at least 75 prizes. Now, the bad thing is some of them were little things like dice or pens, you know, right. brushes and stuff. But so. oh, oh, well, worked we out. learned. Anything else about Spiky Cup before we get into the awards? No, it's just Spiky Cup, Spiky Cup. Um, okay. I mean, I guess everybody already knows that we had the special star players. Yeah. That seemed to be a hit. I think everybody really liked them, yeah. Um, so maybe, if you ask me, that's something you continue to do and maybe change the points up. But whatever. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, so going to the awards, the excellence in cheese, Rich Bonfanti. Mm-hmm. He had two casualties in three games. Rich, I feel your pain, brother. <laughs> it is. That is Scott level. Like, you probably got out casualty, like, I mean, this is two spiky, to 13. This is Spiky Cup, where the, you get points for fouling <laughs> and knockouts and casualties. So that's kind of what you want to do. Right. And to average less than one per game. That's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. So he got an award. <laughs> 
Uh, back of the pack went to Sean O'Donohue. Yay, Sean! Man, he got two awards this weekend. Vastly different awards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, best <laughs> offense and then back of the pack. That's that's significantly different. Uh, Stunty Cup <clears throat> went to David Burroughs. Yay, David! Um, I played David in the first day. Okay. Uh, best Sportsman went to Michael Haley. Yeah, Dave. And do you yeah, want to talk yeah. about what happened on this one? Who? Michael Haley. Best oh, sportsman. yeah, I can tell the story here. I was thinking about David Burroughs, who traveled from Washington, which was really cool. Yeah, that was awesome. Travel. We had some coast-to-coast coast coast. guys, man. Yeah, we covered everything. Um, so um, what was the award again? <laughs> best Sport. Okay, it was Best Sport. Okay, I know it was a voted one. I was just making sure. So, here we go. And for best sportsman voted by your peers, Michael Haley. And everybody claps. And Michael's not there. And then somebody goes like, I think he's like in the can. He's in the bathroom. And I was like, okay, well, um, I think I said when he comes back, we'll say it's for back of the pack. Is that what I said? I think someone mentioned. No, I said, no, what I said is I said when he wins this, when he comes back out, we're all going to just boo him. Right. And I I believe it was Anthony Baez, uh, who's Aunt Baez, who said, tell him it's the the back of the pack. Right. And we'll still boo him or whatever. So we wait till he gets back. And I was like, and the back of the pack award goes to Michael Haley. And everybody just boos (laughs) and boos. And he looks like Oh man, this is so embarrassing. Like he, he's he's flush red, but <laughs> he's still got the smile on his face. And I'm pretty sure his mind's like, I didn't do that bad. Why am I getting this award? Golly, I didn't <laughs> think I did that bad. How is that possible? I guess I I guess, man, I suck. <laughs> and then I told him what it was and we all laughed about it. So good uh, stuff, good stuff. Fan favorite went to Tim Martin with the Snow Wolves. That team was pretty awesome. Yeah. Tim also came from Vegas area, right? Yeah, he traveled with Neb. Yeah. So I knew he traveled with him. I assume he's from Vegas. I guess. I think he traveled with him. They stayed together. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, most brutal went to Damian Daly with fifteen. Uh best defense was Jason Campbell with zero given up. That's pretty awesome. Best offense again went to Dean Piper with seven. I think he wins. This or third place, like every year. He takes Wood Elves, and this is what he loves. Yeah, I know. He gets that ranking higher and higher. <laughs> yeah, it's a slow grind. The Delzine Cup went to Neb Trevanovic. See, you you couldn't do it either. That's because I was reading it instead of thinking of it. Just call him Weird Neb Yankovic. No. <laughs> it's, it's close to Yankovic. It's close, yeah. Trankovic. Maybe that's what it is. Trevanovic. But maybe he pronounces it Trevankovic. You might. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, so he got third to go with his first place. Mm-hmm. Good weekend for him. Uh, second place, Brian Two. And then champion was Mike Patterson. Mike Patterson was also the guy who won with the Sharks. What did he win? Oh, so Mike Patterson won Spiky Cup. 44-person tournament. With ogres. Ogres. Ogres, folks. That's amazing. Ogres won Spiky Cup, which I'm kind of butthurt about, only because... You almost did it. I didn't win, but I got third place at Spiky Cup one year with ogres. You were top table. I wasn't top table. If you would have won. Yeah. Yeah. 
but Mike way outdid me on that. Yeah. I mean, 44 people and with ogres, that's pretty amazing. Goblins last year and ogres this year. And I got to admit, uh, he was paired up against Neb in third round. Mm-hmm. And Neb's had a great tournament weekend. So I was like, oh, this is not good. Mm-hmm. And then the score comes in, and I'm like, is this right? I mean, I just, you know. Supposedly, um, from what I know, Mike's a really good player. He just doesn't get out to a lot of tournaments because right. he's always doing sports and coaching on the weekend. So yeah, he said weird. that might be changing soon, so he might get out to more events. Because so. of the weather, we gained one because his kids' sporting stuff got rained out. And we lost two. We lost two. And they were from Texas, and they couldn't come because it was raining. And one <laughs> didn't even have to drive. He would have just been riding with... I guess you just didn't want to deal with it. It is what it is. Could you imagine, though, if we would have had those two? We'd have had 62 people instead of 60. Yeah. It's crazy. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, well. It always always happens. So, uh, speaking of weather, uh, I waved, I put in the rules for Oklahoma Bowl that if there was, what did I say? If we broke the record or or 50 people, Mm -hmm. that there would be no crazy weather. So, to me, Oklahoma Bowl felt very flat since we didn't have the crazy weather and Tim Harp complaining about how the weather cost him <laughs> the games because he uses that as an excuse. Right. Um, <laughs> so I'll still do it next year, guys. I'll still honor that that promise as long as we – if we can keep having one-day tournament records, I'll keep waving that rule. So the bar set high. If we break more than 60 – We'll not have special weather. We'll have the dome will stay intact in the fluff of Oklahoma Bowl weekend. So I know it's a few years out, but we've had a lot of people like overseas, like, you know, really wish I could make it, but, you know, that's real far away and that's a lot of money. I'm like, I get it. I get it. So Oklahoma Bowl week, Oklahoma weekend 10. I don't know what we're going to be doing. Start saving. I don't even know if I'm going to be alive. I don't either. But we're going to start planning, and we're going to do something amazing for that weekend. Okay. I don't know if it's going to be giving away a team to well, everybody. If you, if you die, or... I'm going to have to replace you with Drew. Yeah, you'll have to. Something like that. And Drew's going to have to stop talking less about tactics. <laughs> he cares about tactics. I know he does. We don't. Well, I do, but I don't no, enough. No, don't. Okay. Not enough. That's true. That's true. So anything final to talk about for the weekend? Uh, I would like to really thank everybody because I really thought a couple weeks away. I thought we would maybe break 50 people, but I told Steve I didn't think there was any chance we'd break the record again. Yeah. And I really meant that just because every year, 10% of your people drop for whatever reasons. This was the best year for that we've ever had. Yeah, only two dropped. I mean, three total, but Matt McDonough knew way in advance right. that he couldn't make it. I had I had two people express interest, one paid, then realized he couldn't come, and then Will normally comes, but he couldn't. You know, the, but but I'm saying but yes, drop. people who actually straight drop, straight drop. We had two, right, out of sixty, fifty some. Yeah, we didn't have anybody from Kansas this year, and weird. sometimes we have four or five, for sure three. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't work out this year, but we still broke a record. So thank you, everybody. Everybody. And I mean that. And thank you for the kind words that people said. It it really felt pretty awesome when you hear people, you know, we, me and you play down like, you know, it's a fun event, but it's not Chaos Cup. And then was it Brian, too, that said, I wouldn't say that anymore. Two said it. 
Um, Neb said it. There was several people that said, like, you can't separate this from Chaos Cup anymore because it's that big now and it's that fun of a weekend. And that meant a lot. And honestly, we're six months out from it. I mean, we're at the perfect spot to be the, not anti-Chaos Cup, but... No, 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 no. We're all in this together. No, I'm saying we're far enough away that... You know, we're six months separated. So it's like in the Marvel Universe where you had the Earth, and then the the, the high le- evolutionary had the counter-Earth that was on the opposite side of the Earth's it's orbit. The, it's the dumbest thing. I know, but that's kind of like yes. we are. So anyways, it's a great feeling that people even compared us to Chaos Cup, and I don't, I don't know what to say. I mean, there is potential that we can break another record next year. There really is. Yeah. Um, people really I'm not going like, to be happy until 2021. Oklahoma Bowl 10, 100 people. Oh, wow. We will do it. Dude. And we, we had a lot of foreign people. Like, we're going to get the Swedes. We're going to get Core. We're going to get uh, Peta from Germany. We're going to get oh, we the, are. Uh, John Homer. We're going to get oh, all the get, English guys. Yeah. Johnny Bull. Yeah. We're going to get all these guys. We're going to get all the Aussies to come out. Uh, Tom Anders is going to set up a shop inside of a shop. We could invite him. <laughs> if we get close, we'll fly. If we get we'll 100 fly, people, we really might have to really look at getting a hotel. We'll fly Pete Nifton out. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Sure. But you might not be alive then. May not. But we were talking about this. Oklahoma Bowl 2 had 16 people, I believe. <laughs> yeah. So what, what what we're saying is is the first year we had twenty and we were very I think we happy. We had twenty four. Okay, it well, was yeah, twenty ish. Um, second year it dropped. Third year went up a little bit. Fourth year went up even more and more. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, if you really care about something, listen to feedback, which I think we do, and we still encourage you. If you're listening to this and you haven't gave us your feedback and you said this sucked, this is awesome. Let us know. We want to hear it. I'll probably be sending out a survey again this year just for fun. Um, listen to your feedback of your, your players. And, I mean, really listen. Not listen to the glad-handing stuff. Because some we're all kind of nice guys. We don't want to be jerks to people. But overhear a lot of the conversations of other people yeah. and stuff. And, and for me. And make like, adjustments. As much as we you know, talk about how good we do it, trust me, I can point out at least 20 to 30 things that I would like to do better. Yeah. That's what you want. You always want to be striving for, I can do this better next year, or I can do better on this or that, because I'm not happy until we are the best. I mean, we paid a photographer for yeah. Oklahoma Bowl this week. Sure did. This year. And, and next it, year, if it gets bigger, we really might need you know to pull a couple extra people in. For staff and you mm-hmm. know stuff like that, you know maybe Jennifer doesn't play. Maybe she helps us just run it. Yeah, or maybe we get Vanigan to help us. I don't yeah. know. Just saying, takes a village, and uh, it's pretty awesome. Good job, everybody. Dustin, Rich, Steve, myself, Scott, Michael, Michael, who came and helped us set for up. Screwing up, getting batteries, taking forever. <laughs> God love Michael Lewis. Um, he goes down with us really early in the morning. He doesn't have to. He wants to help. Wants and, to help. And he has to go back to get Brian, too. He has to go back to our house to get Brian, too. And shower. 
He says he has plenty of time. I have plenty of time. I have plenty of time. Plenty of time. You know, two of the last people we were waiting for on Saturday morning was uh, <laughs> Michael Lewis and Brian, too. <laughs> oh, Michael's such a nice guy that sometimes it it gets him. It's painfully nice. <laughs> he is painfully nice. But hey, well, that's probably enough blathering yeah. about this. Yeah. And then uh, what did we do? We wrapped up Sunday. We'd like to thank all of our sponsors, but you can hear that in the last podcast. Yeah. Oh, I, I remember Sunday. We we went out to eat, and then we... Uh, had too much sushi. Too watched much sushi, and then we watched uh, whatever, wrestling. the Elimination Chamber match, which is always interesting when you watch wrestling with people who don't normally watch wrestling. So, you know, they have their own theories, and mm-hmm. they laugh at things. Yeah, I get it. The, the one thing I'll take from that is Nick from the 3 block Brawl Crew. Block Crew. Um Alexa Bliss came out, <laughs> and a, a little piece of Nick was like, oh. and I know that feeling because I find her attractive too. I'm just glad somebody else in the room was paying attention to that because three guys went right into the kitchen to play a board game while the girls' match was on. Makes no sense. <laughs> One of them was Brian too. He was leading the charge. That makes sense. He lied that week last last weekend too. He did. He lied to he me. He is he is not a pure Mormon. Horrible man. He lied. He's a liar now. I can't get past that. No, I can't. I'll never forgive him. He's Brian Sin, not he, Brian Two. He said he was making a joke. But <laughs> oh, sure, Brian. It's a lie. Brian Sin. Sorry, buddy. Anyways, let's wrap this up. Let's move it on. We're going to go to our next segment, Talking. which is about fluffy stuff. Yeah. Oh, this what? is the thing you haven't told me about. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. And we're back with some segment that I'm really not sure what we're talking about, but it's supposed to be fluffy, and it's from a listener, and no, I haven't read the email yet. Okay. Well, um, long-time listener, and he often comments to Is this us, Alberto? And it's Alberto. Yeah. Oh, see? He, always, he emails a couple times a year for sure. They're not little emails. They're good emails. Yeah. Well, this will be interesting. And he was very nice to share with us something uh, personal that... He's been going through, so it was very nice mm-hmm. and always good to hear. Um, so he asked a question that I thought was very interesting and fluffy and something that we've I think we've sort of touched on in the past, but not from this perspective. Okay. So from all of the Blood Bowl teams from GW's official fluff. Okay. If you were in that universe, who would you support? Like, what would be your favorite team, or what teams would you watch? So, if this Cabal was, Vision? like, real. Yeah, like, if you if we were in the Blood Bowl universe, of all the teams in the fluff that are out there, what teams would you watch or be a fan of? Hmm. And if you're not familiar with all the teams in the fluff, just Google Lore of Nuffle. There's, there's a ton and of you them. Can, there's a list on that website, and you can go through and see all the teams or where they came from. Hasn't been updated in a long time. But. There's a ton of them that I'd there probably is. be fans of. But So, I, since I didn't mm. share this with you, I kind of broke things down into three categories for me. Okay. So, first off, what's Blood Bowl without some mayhem or goofiness, right? Okay. So, for the first team to choose from... You're going to go with a goofy team. What is your... what? Goblin or halfling 
or that type of team would you watch? Mm. Oh, you're giving me the questions. Yeah, because I already picked mine. You already picked So for yours. me, I would have, you know, halflings okay. are fun. Okay, but so we're going to go with the old stuff? Yeah. Um, halflings typically in the fluff. I'm going to say the Oldheim Ogres. Okay. Now, this is biased because I played with the Oldheim Ogres when in my stint of playing second edition Blood Bowl. Makes sense. But I don't think I would enjoy watching real halflings play just because they get murdered. Now, That's goblins would say. be interesting. Now, that was exactly- the lowdown rats might be the real choice because... That's exactly the Steve's one I picked. <laughs> body language just said... <laughs> I mean, it might be because in the fluff, they played on a raft... And everything else, and, you know, like there's artwork by Pete Nifton out there where it's like alligators busting through the pitch mm-hmm. and stuff. So that might be very interesting as well. See, I figured ogre teams, they are too stupid really to be Enjoy effective. something. And then halflings are just too inept because they're always distracted by food or getting killed. Goblins, you've got all the secret weapons. I mean, I'm sure there are more secret weapons out there than you we, can we know throw, of. I mean, the dwarf warhammerers... In the fluff, or just known oh, as a yeah. team, just to bring mayhem, and they were the they're the ones that did the bazooka. They're the ones that That's did true. the chainsaw. They're the ones that do. In their fluff, they're known as like the big time. That they just want mayhem, right? So maybe if you made me pick out of all these, maybe I would go with that. That would be a good choice. I didn't think about them because um, they're technically not like a stunty team, but they do goofing up. They do the goofy stuff. Well, and don't I'd be forget, okay with that. Yeah, I mean, I thought yeah. you might go with um, oh, what's the creepers? Underworld creepers. They're also yeah. I see. I don't. I don't know. This is too hard to pick. <laughs> okay, so the, the underworld creepers, fluff wise, is amazing too because they always fight amongst themselves. Yeah, and I I love split tendon cutter. That is one of my favorite star players of all time. I, I, something about when we played second edition, that guy's skills were just kind of like meh. Yeah. But he just played so well. It just <laughs> it felt like he had a real personality out there on the field. See, you just threw too many of them out there now. I understand. I don't know. Um, but if I guess I was a fan in this universe, golly, you would want to root for a team that does sometimes able to win but still have the chaos. Yeah. So I would probably say the Dwarf Warhammers okay. if I lived in this universe. I think that's a good choice. And it's outside of what I thought. The the guy who played in, you know, it, during second edition would pick something different. Yeah. So. And as he, Scott mentioned, mine was the Lowdown Rats. Just because they always seemed like a cool team. All right. Give me another category. So there's only three. So second category, the popular team. You know, there, there's like your mainstays, like in the NFL, you got your Patriots, you got your Bears, you got your Cowboys, you got your Steelers What's your last category? Okay, the last category would just be a because team. Oh, okay. All it's right. like just a... Okay, I'm fine okay. with this. Um, so this is kind of like any reason, but it's a good team. No, oh, Dwarf Giants, without a doubt. Okay. So, there just you go. Be, Boom. Just because of the Dwarves, or... And again, this goes back to second edition. We all just pick teams randomly. Yeah. I mean, who? Who knows? I could have been a Elfheim Eagles fan if I just randomly took a team. That makes sense. Nobody picked dwarves, so I picked them. 
and I love playing with them. So your mind would be the Dark Side Cowboys. There you go. Because always a cool theme. They look awesome. I love the old feel of the Dark Elves. So do you think in this universe, if you were watching it, that the Bright Crusaders would be like today's version of college football's Notre Dame, where they're like the churchy school, but <laughs> they still, when they win, people get mad at them. Could be. And they're all kind of stuck up because they're all pious and everything. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I learned just the other day? What did you learn, Steve? Where the Fighting Irish mascot came from. Oh, yeah. Where did it come from? The Ku Klux Klan decided to do a rally on mm-hmm. Notre Dame's ca- campus, and the students said, F you, and ran them out of campus. And then uh, did a riot through town to their headquarters and basically harassed them and destroyed stuff. Huh. So then the KKK decided, screw you college kids. We're going to beat you up because we've got a permit. So they go back out. And basically there's this whole tiff between the students and the KKK. And the students won. And the students won. So they're known as the Fighting Irish. And they then became known as the Fighting Irish. That's pretty awesome. I was like, okay, after that, I like them. Yeah, that's kind of cool. It's not just drunk Irish people. No. Although they were drunk Irish people. So, I mean. (laughs) I mean, come on. I mean. There was some basis in fact. (laughs) All good Catholics. Sure. Oh, <laughs> all right. So, then, so I'm going to go with Dwarf Giants because makes sense. before you had categories, I already had like teams in mind like that I was going to throw out there. But we can do that. And that was this. actually the first team you played in the league, in the home league as well. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, it helped that I played with Dwarves and I kind of made up my own fluff with them. I mean, I did this goofy thing where like their beard was sacred. And so they'd only shave when they lost a game. Yeah. They shave their beards in shame and then go play. Okay. And I had a running back named Naylor Goldhart, who was awesome. He was. At the time. So, anyways. So, last category, um, just kind of whatever. What is one team out there that you would follow just because? Um, my, my runner up to this was the West Side Werewolves. Just because I love the werewolf idea, but I don't really know how exciting that would be to watch the games. Mm. This is a hard one. Because there's so many like reasons I want to pick. But I'm just going to say a whatever team. And it's because <laughs> I bet you money I'm going to pick the same team you're going to pick. Oh, Lord. The Arctic Crack, Crack Spiders. Spiders. Yeah. Yep. That name, name is just too like... <laughs> It's too you, good. You, you go like, what? But it's cool. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's they're like, Norse. What? I yeah. like Norse. And then it's just a cool name. And there, there's some little painted models, you know, in the books mm-hmm. of the Arctic Crag Spiders. And their uniforms are cool. Yeah. So like, yeah. Okay. Well. So we agree on that. <laughs> and it's based, it's, it's like the Santa Barbara banana slugs mm-hmm. in college basketball. It's like. That's so goofy. I love it. Or the Richmond Spiders. Yeah. It's just, I, I want to root for these guys because they have a goofy name. The Cubs have a minor, minor, minor league team called the Lugnuts. The Lansing Lugnuts. <laughs> so, and yeah. their mascot is just a Lugnut with eyes. Well, there you go. And it's just like He's the a Pokemon. dumbest thing, but it's cool. Okay. So before you gave me these categories, yeah, the teams I was going to give you was... I was going to round it down to about four or five. And I was going <laughs> to say the Dwarf Giants, 
I'd root for. Um, I don't know if, if I was in this world, maybe I'd hate chaos teams because they're so evil. But the chaos all-stars, because they're always so interesting. Yeah. And that was a team back in second edition that I, everybody wanted to play, but Gary owned the game, so he got first pick, and he took the chaos all-stars. Um, the champions of death were always that unique team yeah. in second edition because they were all undead. Based on reading the fluff, I think the champions of death would be a fun team, but I just don't care about undead in real life that much. Sure. I get that. But back then they were, I mean, they had Tom O'Landry. Right. And they had the, you know, was, is it was it, Ram Tut. Ram Tut was with them when they had uh-huh. all the problems. Yeah. So, so there's a lot of fluff actually built into that team, it feels like. But they were like the only undead team back then. I, I mean, yeah. at the time, that they were very unique. And then I think Champions of Law would be interesting, but they just would lose so often. Yeah, they're good at two shoes. But uh, Dwarf Giants would be really awesome. Um, Chaos All Stars. Um, and then the other team I was thinking about. Um, oh dang it! The Everbold Unicorns. Yeah, I figured you'd pick with that. Only because, <laughs> but in my brain, I know they're elves. But our first team mock-up of that, since we didn't know back then, was humans, and we had these cool. We made up this cool um, uniform with them, with the unicorn horn and everything, mm-hmm. and had an awesome logo that. You know, if you remember the Marvel character unicorn, yeah, uh, the villain, yeah, who had that black unicorn on his side. I mean, they were orange with that black, you know, okay, that black unicorn like stallion logo and stuff on it. So that that's a team that's very intriguing. And I've always kind of deep in my heart, if I had to root for like a halfling team, um, the Blue Bay Crammers, mm-hmm. just because I thought that name was really fun. Yeah, Blue Bay Packers. Yeah. Green Bay Packers, <laughs> Blue Bay Crammers. I mean, that's just they cram food instead of pack food. Right. Or whatever. But a lot of interesting ones. I'm pretty sure I would enjoy watching a Skaven team. Oh, I, but, I think if we were back there watching games, we would want touchdowns. and Yeah. We would want the last Super Bowl where there was no defense. Pretty much, yes. So we'd want the Elfheim Eagles and the Nagareth Nightwings to just have Go a it. five to four game. I so. can see that. Very interesting question. Yeah, I thought it was neat. Um, I just never going to care about an orc team though, because I was thinking about dark, dark side horse, cowboys. Though, I was like, Orkland Raiders. Nah, I don't care. A dark horse would be for me. Uh, I love the fluff that the Galadrith Gladiators yeah. was an elf team that was supposedly known for running the ball, not throwing it. Wow. And that's where Lucian Swift comes from. Okay. Valen Swift's brother. So. Interesting. That and um, I think the the uh, Lustria Croakers, the Slan team, would be yeah. interesting to watch, hopping around and stuff, just in theory. But really, if we were set in that world, we'd probably like to sit down. It'd be like the XFL when it first started. We would want to just watch everything at first. Back in the good old days. Yeah. Hey, well, we'll wrap this up and come back to talk about... We'll talk about some Kickstarters right after this break. So for our last segment, we're just going to kind of throw this out there and talk back and forth about Kickstarters and the state of the Blood Bowl community. So you unhappy with Kickstarters? There's a lot of freaking Kickstarters. 
Are you mad because you can't collect everything, Mr. Collector? No, I, I don't think so. <laughs> you don't think so? I don't know. So I don't have any problem with Kickstarters. I get it. We, if you had the money and they could stay in package forever, that would make you happy, huh? No, not at all. I don't care about keeping them in package for third party. Steve really on his don't. deathbed's just going to start cracking open boxes so nobody else can I did them. get my final um, packaging, oh, though. Oh, you did? Don's way from Austria. Oh. So anyways, Kickstarters. I'm, I'm bringing this up because I think there's currently three Kickstarters for a Kislev team for going on Kislev right now. There's three different ones. The slant team. No, yeah. they're different. I want them to be different. Okay, well they're 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 all Kislev. I don't want I don't want twenty four teams. I want twenty seven. Okay. Well that's I don't fine. want twenty six. I want twenty seven. So I want frogs and jumping humans. You can have both. It's <laughs> tempting. Like I, I like them, but nothing's really making me want to trip my trigger and get them. You know what I'm saying? I think there's I don't know, I think, maybe I'm just sort of burned out on some. I think you're a little burnt out because me and you have a lot of stuff, and you have more stuff than me. I have one of pretty much every team now except Kislev and But uh, you have a Korn. Slan team. I have Slan, yeah. And so that, that covers it. I it mean, does, absolutely. I, I think some of the teams look really cool. Yeah. Am I backing them? I'm not. Yeah. But it's not. it's nothing against them. It's... I, I have a Slon team already, and I don't feel like I still need to get them painted before I buy another team. I, I agree. But I think, I mean, if you didn't have a team and you weren't just like a loyalist to GW, why would you not jump at this? True. Couldn't you even use them as a, you as a different as a human, human team, team yeah. or even a, what's the noble team? Bretonians? Yeah. See, I, mean, I, so I was looking for Bretonian team. I'm just kind of looking around. You've seen the one that was it Grebo that did them, the really nice ones. Mm, I don't. Okay. I, I I'll be honest with you. I I know the Kickstarters are showing up. There's only like one, and I don't even know if it started. So you might mention it in your notes. I don't know. Yeah. There's like a Chaos Dwarf that looks like second edition. Oh, Chaos Dwarf. Yeah. That's actually the one that we we're going to talk about. Okay. Um, okay. Well, we'll we'll old. get to it when we get to it. Okay. Well. Um, but no, I mean. I think all the Kickstarters really matter on which you're going after an audience that might not have them. Yeah. Or they're going after somebody like you and Phil Bonerak who collect a lot of different teams yeah. sometimes. And if you have the money, you probably support them. And if you don't, you don't support them. Um, you know, I don't... <laughs> I, I'm, it's for sure not hurting GW because GW is not putting stuff out fast enough. Right, and they're not going to. I mean, while Blood Bowl's doing market. good, it, it, they take their time, and yeah. you know, they take their time with everything. Every game's like that. You know, I'm not jumping to go get a Bretonian team or a Corn team. Yes, I'll eventually, if I run into a tournament that I can play those teams, I'll do it so I can play the 26, even though it's unofficial oh. and all that. But, so. Speaking of those uh, Bretonians, uh-huh. there's some really nice looking ones. Pretty sure it's by Grebo. Okay, they look like you know medieval knights and stuff. Okay, They're French looking. They look like humans. Yeah, they're humans in knights' armor. And right, because we need another human team. Right. Um, Have an Amazon humans and Norse humans I, and regular humans. Is not not enough. disagreeing with you. 
I have no. I mean, we can't even have chaos humans, which would at least allow mutations. You do, but yeah. Well, well sort kind of, of. Um, marauders, but yeah. We so I was humans. looking, and someone posted a picture of like a Spanish-looking team. That okay, human. I think I've seen this. And I looked on their website, and it's a Spanish website that has these figures. And okay. being born in Spain, I think it'd be cool to have Spanish Bretonian team. Okay. So I'm looking, and I just I can sort of make it work for Bretonians, but not really. And oh, so it's not made as a Bretonian. Team. It's made as a human team. Okay. Like I can tweak it. But basically, I'd have to find some peasants to go with it. Yeah. So it's not perfect. Um, so I really don't know if there's many Kickstarters out there that I would. So since you did bring it up, Lab Masu. They're the ones who did those Halloween ones a while back. They're a little bit more cartoony okay. than other ones. Really interesting style. But they contacted me a while back, or contacted us. I have to be the one to reply about doing a promo for their new Kickstarter. Uh, is this for the Chaos Stores that I was talking right. about? Right. And so for generally, I was like, hey, you know, what? You know we're not, we don't really advertise for people. But he's like, well, no. This is fluff because, you know, they're basing it off of the second edition Chaos Dwarves. Okay. Like, that's that's uh, pretty cool. That's what I was going to mention. Is that team height-wise the same as the second edition Dwarves? Chaos Dwarves? I think they're a little bit bigger. They probably are. So if you want to see them, you can go to Kickstarter and put old but gold. That's are they new? Called. Are they up right now? Yeah, they're up right now. Okay. Uh, it's a Chaos Dwarf team. Like I said, they're patterned off the second edition. But if you have the original second edition ones, the six, uh-huh. you can buy. They have like a special one, a special package for just the hobgoblins and the bull centaurs. Oh, see now that now yeah. that part interests me because you know I bought a whole bunch of chaos dwarves and was tempted to either right make them like enough to be a a regular dwarf team and a chaos dwarf team. Mm-hmm. That's that's tempting. No, so this is really cool, and like the chaos, the uh, bull centaurs look really cool. Okay, so I'll probably make sure to get those. I might do the whole thing just because I'm dumb and I need more teams. But <sighs> because you like everything to be in a package, no, you want it to match. That's no. what you're worried about. Um, well, it's nice. Yeah, it would be. It gives me a reason to use those old models. I've been looking for a reason to use them. Well, I mean, I've been trying to like figure out how to make some old style looking you know bull centaurs yeah so that's basically what these are okay so if anyone is i wish i knew the scale if you think they have pictures with them scaled to the other ones we can ask okay um that's so yeah there's a the secret code if you tell them you'll get an extra or i guess a specific positional is it a both down specific does it look like me and it's you? It's exclusive to us. I don't know what it looks like, oh, but it's exclusive okay. to our podcast. This, pod, this code, yes. Oh, okay. So I thought it was so really this cool. is like a real deal. Dude. This is a real deal. Okay. So the secret code is both down told me. Both real, down told me. Real simple. It's not bajuju. It's not bajuju. It's both down told me. Tim Har, are you listening? Bajuju. Put that down, Tim. Now listen. <laughs> it's bajuju. No, it's not. It is both down told me. Yeah. So let they it get know an that. extra model? I think so. Okay. Um, that's the promo code. Yeah. Okay. That's so cool. So it's running now. Is this, this our promo first co- promo code deal? For a team. 
we did one while back for okay. um, that uh, wood place. Oh, yeah. Nothing ever came of it because they were super expensive. But that's fine. Okay. So generally, Kickstarters, are there, is there anything Kickstarter related that we are really looking for? Like, I love this idea because it allows me to use second edition figures that I don't have a good use for. So if I could find a good use for first edition figure, well, I did my Chaos Pack team, but really, I think I think it really comes down to if you don't have the team or not. And I think Snotlings. If you're you play Blood Bowl online and you play the video games and you want a Keyslip team, then that's probably great for those people. I'm from second edition; they're always going to be frog aliens to me. I wish they would go more towards the circus theme. I, I agree with that. Like, don't just a, be Russian. Be Russian circus. But maybe they're trying to also avoid a lawsuit from GW. I and and be something different. Because somebody could use them for a, a different human team. That's true. I mean, because we know people that bought the box and, you know, somebody takes the orcs, somebody takes the humans. Yeah. So I can't fault them for I that. I think Kislev is cool mainly because Sarge had that team in our league. With the circus yeah. characters. Yeah. And, and you, you've seen that circus goblins and other things too. Mm-hmm. So I think if GW ever puts out a Keyslip team, the models could be unreal. Yeah. I mean, they could look really awesome. Now, I'm probably still not, I probably will appreciate the craft that they've made the models because they're going to put them on one hand and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and which is going to drive me nuts. Oh, yeah. But they'll probably look good. Yeah. So, I mean, the new. Elf Union team looks pretty amazing it once really they're put does. together. And I've seen some amazing paint jobs. Dude, there's somebody online. I saw it today. They have all this checkerboard really the nice. Black and white. Oh. It was just like, dude, how do you how do you do that? Yeah. That's all second edition old school with the checkerboard stuff. And there was a well, lot it's of like teams. this uh I'm sure it's always been this right. uh Brett team that I saw online painted. The guy had the heraldry for the different places in Germany that he's at onto the shields. <laughs> That's crazy. Now, he used transfers. He said he used transfers and painted over them and stuff. I mean, but it looks amazing. Hmm. Well, good on them. Yeah. I don't think Kickstarters are bad. I can't, no. I can't support every one of them. And I've even scaled down the... Uh, but board. helps if you don't have a job, too. Well, Yeah. I've managed my money pretty well. Oh, you have really well. Um, you know, every time, every year, I, I put a little bit of money aside for Kickstarters, like board games and stuff like that, too. But I've really scaled back on, like, once you start Kickstarting stuff, you feel like you kind of get that itch that you need it and you're going to miss out on something. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of culled that, that little demon in me that's been telling me you need it you're gonna miss out you're, you're gonna need this game you're gonna need this you're gonna need that and i haven't i haven't bought into that's what kills me with a lot of kickstarters is it enter for this amount okay now we've unlocked this go ahead and add it for this amount right and add this if they just gave it all to me for free i'd be so much happier and i realize that you can't do that all the time but sure it's when i like, oh, I can drop $100 on this team, and then it turns into $300 to get everything. It's like, damn it. Yeah. And then there, shipping there is on top. That. There is that. I mean, but they do that with board games and everything sure. else, too. And some people, That's how you make your money. 
And some people love the fun about that. You know, like, oh, hurry up and let's share this 50 times on Twitter so we can unlock something else yeah. new. People get into that. I mean, not necessarily me, but um, I don't know. I don't, I don't see Kickstarters as a problem. And when there's one that I like, I'll support it if I have the, the money for it, you know. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> this is so goofy, you know. Um, speaking of Kickstarters, you know, we had the, the frog team that J bone frogs, yeah. which I love the models and oh, stuff, absolutely. but then I was looking through some, you know, like I do every now and then just pilfer through the old, um, star players book and stuff. They're still not alien frog guys. Yeah. They're, they're just frogs. They're, frogs. Mm-hmm. they're nice frogs. They're Pedro Ramos frogs. I want some of those. Alien Slon Frog guys. Not going to disagree. So <laughs> I'm begging whoever's out there that has the funds to contact Pete Nifton, pay him whatever he needs to do a Slon team in his style, which we only have, what, one or two pictures of? Yeah, of that. And make a Slon team. Call them the Russian circus people who dress up as frogs. I don't care. Kisslon. <laughs> Kisslon. <laughs> and I want that style. I want them to be frogish, not frogs. And I want them to be a little alienish too. Okay. I'll see what I Is can that, do. You're going to see what you're going to yeah, do? I'll, okay. I'll, I'll get on, right on that. Steve's on this. Okay. I'm on the ball. Well, th- that's just a suggestion from you're asking, talking about Kickstarters. That, that's a product I'd back. Yeah. I mean, really, if it. Especially if like Pete was involved, because I love his artwork too. Sure. So, anyways, that's a hint for you people out there. But the promo code is both down. Told me. Told me. And it's Lab Masu, Lab, L A B, M A S U. And you type in rolled gold like the, old but gold. Old but gold, not rolled gold. Not like rolled the, gold. Not the not pretzels. the pretzels. Okay. Yeah, old but gold. All right. Well, we'll check that out. And there's there's Kieslev teams if you want some Kieslev teams out there. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff out there. I just don't want to acknowledge the Bretonians. I don't need <laughs> different humans. So when I was looking at pop buying those Spanish figures, uh-huh. I was like, I should probably know what a Bretonian team is because I don't really pay attention. And I go look at them, and I'm like, this is what that team is? <laughs> this is it? You got four yeomen and four... This is it? I want a Cathay team. I mean... That there, would be interesting. There's humans from Cathay, so let's just give them different stats for no reason. What about a Nippon team? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The human I'm team, you can turn... not against that idea, honestly. <laughs> of course you're not. You want, oh, you, you want 50 teams. I'm, I'm, I do. Yeah, I know you do. 24 teams is enough to make, you know, like an exoskeleton of whatever you want to build. Okay. So just Fair agree enough. with me, and we'll move on to the final segment, because now we're rambling. I will never agree with you, but we'll go ahead and move on anyways, because <laughs> I am controlling the computer. All right. We'll be back with some shout-outs. Tournament organizers, are you looking for an affordable way to personalize your upcoming event? Coaches, are you looking for a fun way to display your team's and players' stats and skills? Look no further. SpecialPlayCards.com is the premier provider of fantasy football cards for events, tournaments, coaches, and leagues. Create fun and challenging special play cards for your next tournament, complete with your own event logo and your own flavor, timing, and effect text. 
And at only 20 cents a card, you can get three sets of 30 cards each for $18 before shipping. That's three unique special play cards for each player in your event, up to 30 players, for less than $20. Follow SpecialPlayCards.com on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash SpecialPlayCards or visit SpecialPlayCards.com and send the SPC team a note using Facebook Messenger to start your order. That's SpecialPlayCards.com, SpecialPlayCards.com. And now, it's time for... Shoutouts! Yeah! <laughs> he picked up right on that. I didn't even <laughs> signal him. I was like, I can't go high and I can't go loud. What it, am I doing? Yeah, you're doing it wrong. It's shoutouts! I can't do that through kids. Oh, come on. I, One I, more I don't time. Think I, can, I don't think One I can honestly time. do Ready? that. And it's time for... Shoutouts! See, I can't... <laughs> <laughs> My throat's too dry. Mm-hmm. Shout out. There you go. There's... I can go low. You can go high. <laughs> All right. What's, what kind of shout outs do we have, Steve? Um, Alberto Machado for sending in that question. Yeah, that was great. I did not check to see if we have any new Well, And I'm not checking. ITunes. It's, it's way too late. Okay. So we're going to save that for next show. Um, so if you do want any stuff from Oklahoma Bowl, the dice, the tokens, the cards, the lanyard, put all that up on the website. Uh, the tokens are going pretty damn fast. You yeah, have so a couple, if you really want them, yeah. you better get them now. I uh, did want to give a shout out to uh, Brendan Rollins from Australia, Peter Johansson, Peter from Germany, Dan Horner, Alberto, Christopher White, Nick Weiss, Joshua Holman, and the NAF Prez himself, Nate Beam. Yeah, Steve would like to thank you for those nudes you sent them. Uh, no. Oh, what what were you thanking them for? Uh, buying stuff in the shop. Oh, okay. Well, thank so you. They already guys. jumped ahead. Wow. Yeah, so we that, got the president buying our stuff. That helps a lot since you know I thought I had to buy a new computer. Luckily, I was able to. <laughs> you know, we didn't talk about it, but I was able to actually buy a, a new, new battery. battery and replace it myself, and. Three screws won't go back in. Oh, you weren't joking when I you told was me not I fixed it, but I have three screws left over. I have over. three screws left over. Oh. They go in the hole, and they come right back out of the hole. Huh. That's it. That's through life now. It's Good not enough. A, that's not a bad thing to do is go in the hole and come out of the hole. Hey, the computer's working. Repeat. Yeah. So. A little limp. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good. This is what a good screw does. Yeah. That is. Goes uh. in the hole, goes back out of the hole. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, the president named Bean bought some stuff from yeah. us. Man, you know when the NAF president buys stuff from you, you must be doing something right about, with Blood Bowl. I like to think so. Yeah. I bet he didn't buy any, anything but a one stuff. Or <laughs> He might be part of their Patreon. Oh, he might be. Which look forward to our Patreon called Steve Needs a New Computer coming up soon. <laughs> you know, people have suggested us do Patreon, and Steve just does not want to go down that route. I don't. So support the store instead. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice to have more money coming in. Sure, but I'd rather give you something for it. Yeah. I'll, get, I'll give hugs. Man, shipping went up. Shipping oh. to anywhere but U.S. and Canada now is at least 15 bucks. So what you're telling me is, like, if somebody's in Germany, they should get all their friends together and say, we need to put a big so order in. Did. Got four people together. Oh, okay. So that's great. They just bought tokens. I added some extra stuff in. Cool. So it's nice. All right. 
Any other shout outs? I would like to just thank all of our sponsors for Oklahoma Bowl weekend. We had a whole list of those in the Oklahoma Bowl primer. Um, so thank you guys for all that great stuff. Um, and I would like to just, I can't, I'm not going to list everybody's name because everybody but those 60 people <laughs> would like hate it. But yeah. thank you for making this Oklahoma Bowl probably the best ever. Easily. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and every year we, it seems like we say that. So all we got to do is get more than 60 and we'll keep the dome up in uh, Oklahoma and the nice weather will stay that way and we'll keep setting records. So. so this is a shout out plus a little bit of a question. Phil Olson just started playing and he's listening to the podcast and enjoying it. I don't know if he's starting at the beginning. So if he is, then he's probably not going to hear this for a long time. Okay. But... He didn't want to drop a whole lot of money on getting new figures, which is understandable if you're getting into the game. You don't know if you sure. really want to drop it. He has that old Battle Ball game. Remember that? Yes. I almost bought those, that, or I almost bought that game in the early 2000s. Just like, man, if we ever play Blood Bowl again, I could use those teams. I did the same. And so he has them. But if you've seen them, they don't exactly fit for a human team. Sure. They're kind of futuristic. So since we are the undisputed kings of fluff, right? he wanted to know, and he's not asking us to do his fluff for him, but what is a way to justify the futuristic feel of the Battle Ball figures? Like, he suggested maybe Dwarven Engineers or Goblin Tech, mm. which, I mean, both work. Like you just said with the Warhammers. Uh, not The Warhammers? Warhammer-ers. Warhammer-ers, yes. They did a lot of that stuff. Hmm. So could. my suggestion is, yeah, whatever. I mean, the the fluff is there for you to make your gameplay more fun. And second edition, if you want to go back to that, not really so much the new stuff, but second edition, you could really just pull anything out of hat and it, it would fit. I mean, yeah, there was that old team called the Time Lords who were like all wizard- Doctor Who's. No, they were <laughs> they were wizards that you know traveled around. You know, traveled time and space, so you could do something. Yeah, they were like Doctor that. Who. Were they really? I believe so. Okay, well, it was in the fluff. So. I know. Um, there was also an article in White Dwarf with Judge Dredd popping in one time. Oh well, yeah. I mean, so it really it can be whatever. I mean, he's right on the money with the Dwarven engineers and the Goblin engineers. Yeah, you could do that. I mean, it could be somebody who went into the future got. You know, tech that's maybe, or armor that's better suited that, that was made 20 years from now, you know. Or from a different planet or anything. Anything. It could be a gift of the lost chaos god Mahal that you can... Jinder Mahal? <laughs> no. Yeah, Jinder Mahal. <laughs> the chaos god Jinder I think Mahal. He was, I think he was the god of murder. The god of Maharaja. There was, there was five chaos gods and Mahal... Um, Got erased at one point during oh, okay. the editions of Warhammer changed. If yeah. You go back to my old uh, Warhammer uh, role-playing game, Mahal's in there. Okay. So, I think it's M-A-L-A-H. Malah? Malah. Whatever. Okay. Maybe it is Mahal or Malah. I don't know. Something like that. Anyways. That's, all, a, that's a good idea. There's a Lost Chaos God who maybe he wants revenge and taking a different route. And instead of being chaotic, he's being good. I don't know. 
You could do something like that. Works for me. There's other lesser deities in the Warhammer universe, or at least there was back in the role-playing books. Yeah. So it could be you know, armor-blessed by Sigmar or somebody like that as well. Not a bad idea. And nowadays when they... I mean, Warhammer's changed where they have a lot of this... What is it? It's not Ultramarines. It's whatever that new kind of armor is that they have on their, all their figures. This Sigmar... Sig, Sigmarines. Sigmarite. Or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you could figure it out. And I think the current dwarves that are in Warhammer are all super techie. They have like airships and yeah, everything I've else. Seen those. So they're actually pretty neat. It's like tempted, but I don't need to go that route. So. Right. Yeah. Make the fluff work for you. Okay. I mean, it's just really easy. There could be a hidden city somewhere in a mountain floating above the, high <laughs> the old world. Yeah, you know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, anything else? I think that covers it, man. Okay. I, if we I, do if I'm wanna, forgetting something, I'm sorry. We might be doing another episode soonish. Who knows? We should say Tim Walker's name because that'd make him happy. Tim Walker. Tim Walker. Be happy. Tim Walker. Be happy. Tim Walker is uh, the both down <laughs> official. Uh, oh, the archivist. Archivist. That's what it was. Have we announced that? No. He's going. He's through. on a project. Yeah, I, we shouldn't even say it until no, it he's might, fine. maybe happens. Yeah. So yeah, but he's. Um. We do want to mention Chimera Cup is coming up. ChimeraCup.com. Go there. It's in Springfield, May 12th, Springfield, Missouri. We have one team signed up already. We have to have at least three by May 1st. So if you're at all interested, go sign up. Please. Yeah, we've had some we, strange feedback on this tournament. Well, people are interested. It just... We're so swamped with tournaments, it kind of sucks. Also, I just I've been busy with Oklahoma, so I haven't really had a chance to. No, push I don't know things. if it's anybody's fault. I'm just saying it's very interesting, and some of the feedback I heard during Oklahoma whole weekend. But I'm not going to share that right now. Okay, fair so. enough. We'll see if for some reason we don't get three teams, it just doesn't happen this year. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. No, it's an idea, but I think we'll have no problem getting them. I would just I really appreciate people signing up early. That's a thing we're going to continue doing at Oklahoma Bowl. First 20 is going to get something special. So please sign up. Yeah, I agree. And um, I'm kind of worried about my job with the Chimerica. But we'll figure that out when we come to it. I mean, Luckily, it's a one-day travel, yeah, if need be. Sure, yeah. yeah. I mean. Depending on when you work. But, yeah, we'll worry about that later. Yeah, definitely. So uh, very interesting. Uh, I hope we get enough people to... Try this team tournament thing out, though, because... It'll be fun. It should be very interesting. I, I'm really, really excited about the format. Maybe more excited than any tournament Yeah, I've been a part of in a while. And if it doesn't work, then we just have Dean run it in Austin, and we go play. Um, <laughs> if we're just going to fantasize here, Dean's going to run it, but he's going to come up to Dallas and run it at Madness Comics, so we don't have to travel as far. Why would we call it that? And it's in the center of da- Texas, so yeah. it's like universally good for everybody. Mm-hmm. And Dean can run it, and we can play it. I'm, sure. I'm all for this. Yeah. And we'll fill out the score sheet for Tim Har, who's going to be our third. <laughs> he's going to be our teammate. So, hey, I think we've <laughs> given Tim a hard enough time. A, a hard enough time? Hard enough time. <laughs> uh, it's late. Oh, it is. Uh, sorry for the... Um, 
late episode, but it just happens this way sometimes. Well, when the computer might blow up, I prefer not to use it. That, that's, a, that's a big deal. That and been busy with sports, kids' sports and stuff. But anyways, we will uh, talk to you next month. Thanks for listening. You can follow Both Down on Twitter at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley and Steve at Kilowog2814. If you want to know if your team name is Both Down approved, send a tweet to at BD approved. If you'd like to email them, the email address is bothdownpodcast at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or at facebook.com forward slash bothdown. Cute face. She said, She never does. Best sportsman! He's not a sports person. Voted by your peers. Michael Haley, where you at? Nice. Everybody have a surprise. That's like being on somebody's car. What? Being on somebody's car, he doesn't deserve it. I should really disqualify a person. <laughs> okay, how about this? When he wins it, everybody boo him super hard. Deal? Since he's not in here. Let's tell him he got bottom. Okay, we'll do back of the pack for him. And we'll boo him. All right, let's go fan favorite. Well, let's do back of the pack and get it done. This person came in dead last. Um, he should be shamed pretty bad. Anthony, it's from your crew. Oh, shit. Back in the pack, Michael Haley. You suck, dude. You're shamed. You're pooping while we gave you the best sportsman. Congratulations. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs>